Hi everyone, it's Mel and Amanda, and we are doing Happy-ish Ever After. Yes, our little podcast for every, everyone. We want to just be inclusive, talk from our point of view, which is a 30-something woman with kids in America during a pandemic, and how we're doing, and how everyone's doing, and what we see, and where we're headed. We're going to talk about a lot of different topics, right? I mean, we when we discussed what we were going to do, we said we would talk about a lot of things. But the one thing that we kept coming back to was women-powered. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very pro-woman, right? I mean, we're just got our ears to the ground right now. I mean, there's there's things going on. We see it. There's lots of big things happening with the world of women especially. And we're for it. We're, you know, I am... I'm always, you know, so excited to see my fellow women really doing something amazing. I have a whole team of women around me that are just incredible. Like, I'm still fortunate enough to have my grandmothers, my mom, my stepmom, my, and I have amazing in-laws. I have a, a mother-in-law and a stepmother-in-law who are both incredibly strong, powerful women. And then I've got a, a whole crew of women I'm in a, a group, military group on Facebook of military women. And can I just tell you, I have never met a group of women who are there for each other like this group of women. Oh, military women are badass. Oh, it's so cool, though. The camaraderie mm-hmm. and the friendships that are forged. Some of these people, most of these people I've not met in real life. But I know that if I were to get in there and say, yeah. I need help, they would drop everything to be there and I have a best friend that I've known since the third grade who now our kids are friends and that's you know, the best yes I have a best friend that I was best friends with in the military who, who lives in Oklahoma and we are still best friends we talk several times a week on the phone but she, not everybody has a best friend right but that's so that that's what we want to do right I mean we really want to get the opportunity to bring people in and to talk about what's happening in the world mm-hmm. and and laugh about it, cry about it, hug about you know, hug it out. We're, we're going to go through it all. We've done it before, right? With before we ever hit record, but now yeah. we're recording and we, we have, have to... a, a diverse background. Yeah. We're different. Yeah. And um, we have opinions and facts sometimes <laughs> that we just want to share and we think people might want to hear it. Yeah, sometimes we, our opinions are a lot alike, and sometimes our opinions are different enough that we butt heads. But we, we're not just friends, we're family. So Mel and I have had to learn to kind of talk through things. But in that, we've developed this ongoing conversation where we're constantly talking about what's happening in the world and, and what's happening you know, uh, in our neighborhoods and what's happening with our kids and what's happening, you know, from... What's happening with the World Olympics? Yeah. With the uniforms, with the... Oh, it's crazy. Okay, so you got that. You need to hear this amazing fact. I think it's amazing. You ready? So women were were admitted, they were finally admitted to the Olympic Games in 1900. That before that they weren't allowed to compete, and in in thus they were only allowed to compete in nineteen hundred in sports that were considered conducive to their femininity and fragility. Fragility. Yes. Yeah. Fragility. <laughs> but 
I don't know if this makes you feel better or worse because this kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow, that doesn't seem like it was that long ago. The Olympic Charter made the presence of women mandatory in every sport as early ago. I don't feel like it was that long ago. As as short ago as 2007. Okay. 2007 is when they finally said mandatory, all women in all sports. I think that will be a big change. I think that's huge. But so you think about that and you think about all the gold and the stuff that the women are, I mean, the women dominated in Olympics in the United States this year. They kicked ass. Like they did. I mean, everyone was so fun to watch. The Olympics is so fun to watch, but it feels like a stunt show. You know, these Olympians oh. are put through so very much. But you, you know, know but, but you know what's cool to me is that for the first time in a big way, women showed out at the Olympics this year. They not just they didn't just play the games. They started making statements and saying this isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what? Like, yeah, I am here for it. Let's do this. Like, okay. Maybe it's the anarchist in me, but I'm like, yes. <laughs> so without but, telling me who you're talking about, tell me a little story, and maybe I'll guess her name by the end of it. Okay. So I do have a story. Remember we talked about Queen's Corner. Yes. Okay. So once upon a time, there was a young girl whose mommy wasn't able to take care of her or her other siblings. They stayed with random villagers until her grandfather and step-grandma adopted her and her sister. This strong and brave young girl came from humble beginnings, but she had a special talent. She started training using her special talent at just eight years old. She was so talented, she started using her talent and hard work to compete in her kingdom. The girl got better and better, and by the time she was 16, she was traveling all over the world to compete with all the other kingdoms. Today, she is not as young, but she has won 27 gold medals, 5 silver, and 5 bronze medals. And by not that young, she's still not even 30. If you haven't guessed it, it's Queen Simone Biles. Queen Simone Biles recently competed in the kingdoms of the world's biggest competition. She knew she wasn't able to compete like usual because she was concerned for her mental health. Despite her personal issues, she showed strength of character by still cheering for her teammates and practiced diligently so she could compete just once. Queen Simone won third place in the only part of the competition she competed, and she taught us sometimes taking care of ourselves is deserving of its own trophy, even if you don't win first place, and she lived happy-ish ever after. The moral of the story is, when you need to choose between making others happy or making yourself safe and stable, follow Queen Simone and choose wisely. So, yeah. I did guess it was Simone Biles because I've been watching her and thinking about her and sending her good vibes. And I think that she did a great job making her choice, picking herself over her fans. You know, even people that loved her were very disappointed in her. And she addresses that and she really tells the people, you know, she, if, if she went through this, she would have really suffered. 
Yeah, I mean, they they said it's something like the twisties, and mm-hmm. that when you do it, you, you get completely disoriented. I mean, one time, I was, um, I got vertigo, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can only imagine that it's possibly something like that, where you just get disoriented and your balance is off. The difference is, I couldn't walk and got occasionally nauseous. I wasn't trying to flip myself in the air and twist around seven times. You land that wrong, you break your neck. Like, that's not something to mess with. If, you know, you can't handle it, you don't put yourself at risk. Yeah, they're being pushed to the absolute limit of human... Like, they're the best of their country times a thousand. I just... Simone has more than proven that she is an amazing right. Just because she can't do it this one time when everybody's watching, like I I really want that for them. That so for me, she is the epitome of happy-ish ever after, and she really is a great example of what we're trying to say about our show. That you know she pulled it together and managed to do one event and got the bronze medal, but she's going to be gold in my eyes forever. Because she still stood there and cheered on her friends and was there for everybody else and still pushed herself and went and practiced for hours to try to be able to get back into the competition. It was absolutely incredible. And she's an amazing, amazing human being. I mean, I just think she's incredible. But honestly, uh, there's a bunch of women that are There are. There There are. are. They're coming... Out, I'm noticing them in the media. I'm noticing them in the news. I heard... I mean, women surround us with strength. They are everywhere. If you look, you see them everywhere. You know, in our own family and in the media. I read about a Russian grandmaster chess player who is female, mm-hmm. uh, who was invited to Saudi Arabia. And in a... Anna or Anna Mazuchuk, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, that sounds her, good. Right? Yeah, that sounds good. And um, Anna, she did her best, but she wasn't going to play in Saudi Arabia and be forced to be chaperoned, and that was a very hard decision. She turned down so much money from doing that. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, Allison Felix. Um, was offered 70% less. Uh, you heard about her. I think On you the were Nike telling me. Scholarship. Yes. I already hated Nike to begin with. But that, <laughs> that does talk about our buying power. And as women, we're making choices for the household that add up. And when we use our buying power to have an opinion and to show people that, mm-hmm. it's it really can make a difference. I mean, can you... So I'm so amazed with her because she said, fine, take your money and shove it like which rightfully so they offered her 70 percent less i just because she was pregnant pregnant. yeah right yeah we've got a prince in the background if you hear him (laughs) he uh just woke up from nap time but uh most of the moms i'm sure you can understand that but if you hear any super cute noises it's not melanie trying to flirt with me it's the baby (laughs) just woke up from nap time what a cutie pie um but so, you know, Allison, she was pregnant. They offer 70% less because she's pregnant. As if pregnant women are suddenly no longer athletes. I know tons of women who got pregnant and continued to 
go to the gym and jog and do things like some don't you, have you an had a, you had a marketing opportunity there uh-huh. to That's appeal to women oh and they blew it so blew it. hard but you know what she said screw you and you said you wanted to get her i need new shoes mm-hmm. and you know what she did she started her own company Seish, like, Seish right yes. is that how you say it yeah um amazing mm-hmm. tell me how they how they feel by the okay. way they're i want to know they were supposed to be really comfortable so you know it it is more expensive it's 150 dollars for shoes and i normally spend like 90 but my buying power i feel is so important right now and that's really my power that's really what i have at the moment i don't have a lot of time to to voice my talk about buying power. We can hit the pink tax thing in another conversation. The royals are asking for two minutes tax. Now, I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother discussion. But I, I just think it's amazing. These mothers, these, these women that are at the Olympics that are doing huge things. I, I think it's really crazy. Like I, I, the things that they're coming up with and that they are. Have you heard of Kim Gardner? Is it Gardner? I think uh, Gardner. 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 Okay. I think it's Gardner. So but yeah. yeah, yeah, you heard of her? Yeah, I think so. What, what? What? Tell me. Okay, so Kim wanted to travel with her baby because she's a breastfeeding mom. Oh yeah, and they're in like twenty eight. Da- they're in Tokyo for like twenty eight days. Oh my gosh! As a training. breastfeeding mom, thirty days could break the breastfeeding relationship yeah like that's huge i mean it's probably not given a numeric value but that's priceless yeah you shouldn't have to choose between do i want to compete in the olympic events or do i want to be a mother Mm -hmm. it should never have to be something that you ask yourself do i want this or this why do we have to choose so she had a six month old so that means she was ready for the olympics with a six month old anyone want to see her Training regimen. <laughs> Can you imagine training for anything but the Olympics <laughs> while you're pregnant? Is anyone talking about that? <laughs> I mean, why would we, right? I mean, but th- th- that's that's the problem, and that is where the happy ish ever after comes in, right? With our 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 mental health and us trying to be every woman. Mm-hmm. Even our friends, I mean, I have friends who don't have children, and even they have immense pressure because when are you going to have a baby? Oh like, my gosh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, if you have a baby, you know, when are you going to have more? And if you have too many, why'd you have so many? And if you, you know, yeah. you take care of them at home and you're a stay at home mom and you bust your ass, you know, cleaning and taking care of children all day. People are like, when are you going to get a job? And then you get a full-time job and you take a career and then you have to balance that with also being a mother. And then they're like, why aren't you for your, there for your kids more? You know, so it's just, it's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, the happiest of people are happy-ish in today's standards. Right. Because you asked me if I was happy and I consider myself happy and I was like, yeah. I'm happy-ish, you know, we're happy-ish, you know, we're happy enough, we're we're surviving, we're in survival mode in a pandemic, and, you know, things are hard for so many moms right now. Yeah. No matter their age, no matter economic status, you know, I mean, it's hard for everyone. That reminds me of the article that we just recently got from your uh, stepmom. Yeah, 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 my, my 
stepmother-in-law. So she sent us uh, an article about how the pressure of being an American woman in the United States mm-hmm. and childcare. I well, mean, people aren't having babies right now. Single women, women that are married and don't want to pay $24,000 a year for childcare. So instead of being a stay-at-home mom that they're not sure they're going to be good at, they just don't have kids. Yeah. And that has an economic effect, you know, on on the yeah. social security. I mean, you know what, I think, I don't even think it's just women who aren't sure how they're going to be. <laughs> a little dragon. He's so cute. Um, how they're going to be in... Uh, I lost my train of thought. I... I the people who say, I want to, you know, you said th- there are some that are not mothers because they're not sure if they're going to be a good mom. I think there are others that choose not, maybe even want to have kids. Some women aren't able to. Like, the point is, every woman is being pressured by society as a whole for more more, 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 more. Let's bring more. our expectations down and see where that gets us. And let's let's be conscious of it and see if that can help. Because that is a coping mechanism that's taught to anybody that, you know, shows that they need help. But some people need help and they don't show it. Well, I mean, you have, um, you know, I, I think... It's, you, you've done this and that's impressive. I mean, you've done that and that's impressive. But women are ready to make their own decisions and speak for themselves. I mean, back to the whole Olympic thing, there was Norway's handball team. Oh, with the bikinis. Yes. They didn't want to trim their bush. <laughs> they didn't want to. And I don't blame them. I'm right there with them. They should just be whatever they well, want even, we don't and even not know wear bikinis. We don't even know if it's because of their bush. Maybe it's because they didn't want their little bikini up their ass crack while they were trying to do handball. So like, did you see the German uh, gymnasts, female that the full unitards, full and they unitards. they said we still met the requirements for mm-hmm. what we were expected to do, and we thought we looked fabulous. Good for them, like good for them. Why do you have to have all? You know, I, if you want all your body parts out, you go, girlfriend. But if you don't, you you should not be penalized for deciding how you want to handle your body. Right, wasn't there a monetary punishment? Yeah, something? a fine. There was a fine. And actually Pink was like, I'll I'll pay for the fine. Good for them. Yeah, good for her. She I've always been a fan of Pink. Pink's great. Pink yeah. is pretty awesome. She's a badass. Um maybe we right. should do ooh, you should do a fairy tale on Pink. Maybe I will. Well, you know what I I was thinking and we kind of talked about this even before we started this, but you know, maybe we can share with them some of the ideas that we had for what we wanted to do in the future. You know, right. do for a fairy fun. tales of the present yes. that people might tell a hundred so, years from now. So you know, we want to share about what amazing things are happening in the world and with women. Um, we'd love for you to send us your feedback. For you to tell us, did we do a good job? Did we do a shitty job? Should you be in a fairy tale? Do you want to be in a fairy tale? Do you have a question? Let's do Queen's Corner. Send us a letter and say, hey, uh, we want to talk to you about 
whatever. We your need story. advice. Your story or if, yeah, if you need advice, that'd be great. People that don't have a best friend. You have a recipe you want to share with our, our viewers, you know, you can tell us that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't cook, but Melanie might have a recipe she might want to share of her. Yeah. Own. You know, whatever it is that you want to share with us, we want your feedback. So send us an email at happyish, H-A-P-P-Y-I-S-H, happyish, ever after. Podcast. Podcast at gmail.com. So happyish, H-A-P-P-Y-I-S-H, ever after. Podcast at gmail.com. So thanks for joining us today, guys. We really appreciate it. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. And it's happy-ish ever after until we meet again. Bye-bye. Bye.